Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Hobes and As. We've just wrapped up game one of State of Origin. What an absolute game we had. But As, welcome, mate. How are you? How's things, buddy? You well? Yeah, same old, mate. All good. Uh, you know, end of week coming up. Terrible game last night, but uh, yeah, mate, I'm doing fine. Mate, I thought it was a fantastic game, mate. Um, no, I'm just joking, buddy. Let's just jump straight into this Origin game. Let's recap the whole thing. Let's break it all down. As first and foremost, I just want to say that was honestly the worst State of Origin game I've ever seen. It did not feel like a State of Origin game. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, mate. It's, uh, it was terrible. Absolutely rubbish. It, it, it did lack a, a feel to it. There's no doubt about it. But yeah, what can you say? It was just a terrible game all around. I don't think both teams played good at all. Um, a lot of the commentators were talking it up, you know, trying to keep people interested, but it was dead set rubbish. Mate, it felt like a club game to me. So I was thinking about it and dwelling over it pretty much most of the day today, just trying to understand. And one thing that I thought of as, let me know if you think that, you know, this is right, but I feel that, because it was the end of season, so a lot of teams, a lot of players hadn't played for over a month or some of them, you know, longer. So has the players that actually played in the grand final actually seemed like they were the better players on the night? Kurt Capewell, um, you know, Nathan Cleary. I know he didn't play that well, but, I mean, he still looked okay. Munster and, and Christian Welsh and, you know, all these guys, Kafusi, they did their job. Um, do you think as that because it was at the end of the season, like during the year we know that the best players are getting picked and they've just come off a, a good game playing for their club. How do you see all this as? Am, am I on onto something here, mate? What do you think? Oh, mate, to be honest with you, I think a lot of the players, like you're saying, that have played the GF, I felt they were probably a bit exhausted and burnt out, to be honest with you. Again, Nathan Cleary was sort of a no-show. You know, Munster had a dig, yeah. You know, that second half, he sort of stepped it up a bit, but he made a few mistakes. But, I mean, and the players that didn't play, yeah, you can say, oh, they're refreshed, but, mate, they might have been a bit out of touch. I mean, Origin is the top notch. It's the pinnacle, mate. And, you know, exposed a lot of players last night to me. I mean, you know, there was a lot of drop ball and everything. It's dead set like club football, and you just can't be doing that in Origin, mate. You know, it's, it's, it's the pinnacle, mate, and that wasn't pinnacle football last night. You know, it was dead set rubbish. I prefer it, obviously, uh, during the middle of the year. Um, whether they take three weeks off and just play Origin, you know, three weeks and just do three weeks straight every Wednesday, um, so be it and, and give, obviously, a break to the to the clubs that are playing. But otherwise, just go back to the normal Origin format. But, yeah, mate, like last night it, it was terrible football for, for Origin. Yeah, so much to think about. Um, let, let's throw it out there for everyone to let us know their thoughts. I know Game 2 is going to come out and it's going to probably feel like a State of Origin game. You know, the Blues have just lost, you know, the first game and being back at ANZ Stadium, the Blues will come out firing. Do you think Queensland has another level, as? No, I don't, mate. I don't. And um, to be honest with you, Queensland won on pure heart uh, last night. There was no doubt about it, mate. They That Queensland side, I don't know what it is, but they have heart, mate. And um, they played, they did not play good football last night. They just won on heart, mate. And that's all it was. New South Wales had no heart. There was heaps of players just there to get a pay packet, um, you know, not putting in. I mean, you know, Queensland rubbed it in our, 
faces for years, mate. You know, when they won eight straight and it's just nothing with New South Wales. I just don't know why none of them fire up or, or you know, none of the forwards, some of them were getting held down. I watched Payne Huss get pulled down by, I think it was Cohen S or something. He didn't even retaliate. He didn't even give him a whack on the shoulder or, or anything, mate. There was no fire up and no massive hits, you know, angry because they weren't playing, um, you know, the kind of football that we expected. There's just nothing, mate. There was no sort of leader in that New South Wales team to get them fired up, yelling, getting up each other. There was nothing, mate. And once Queensland, you know, uh, come out that second half and obviously started playing direct, uh, you know, quicker play the balls and etc. New South Wales had nothing, mate. There's just no answer. And like I said, yeah, Queensland didn't play good, mate. They, they just won on half. I laughed at your stock, but gee, I mean, I've got my egg on my face, mate. I mean, three zip, 50 nil. I, I meant Queensland, not New South Wales. Um, <laughs> you know, cheapest, mate. Uh, you know, and all, you can bag nearly everyone in that New South Wales team, mate. I mean, Tedesco tried, but he wasn't the old Tedesco. He might have had to sit out another week, you know, but it's, it, obviously he get to play Origin. Jack White missed a one-on-one tackle. That's so unlike Jack White, mate. He's hard as nails. You know, he tried to lift the team with a hit on Xavier Coates and that, but there's just nothing, mate. You know, drop balls at Tupu. Like, you're 25 out from your own line, mate, and you're throwing a pass when your team's under pressure. It led to, obviously, the Munster try. That, that's club football stuff, mate. You can't be doing that in origin. I couldn't believe it, as Like like I kept saying to you, and it's, it's known facts that Queensland just turn up. They know how to win. I don't know what it is either. Put it down to a guy called Dane Gagai. That guy put an origin jersey on him. He is, he's next level. He's like a superstar. He made Jack White look like a, a schoolboy. Just towed him up all night. What did Wayne Bennett say at halftime as? <laughs> I got no idea, mate, but what a freak, eh? I mean, we're going about Craig Bellamy being the GOAT. Don't forget Wayne Bennett, mate. The bloke's a freak. He dead set looks like a skeleton, an ironing board, whatever you want to call him. He's about 95 doesn't really smiles and just, I don't know what he does, mate. Sprinkles a bit of magic at halftime and they come out playing like that. It was crazy. But going back to Dane Gagai, mate, what a freak in origin, mate. You know, to me, he was the man of the match, mate. He should have got man of the match. He grows a leg or a cape or put wings on him. I don't know what he, mate. He just, he just does freaky stuff on the origin field. You know, he turns up every time. He just plays with heart and, and puts in, mate, you know. And like you said, it's, it's crazy that he doesn't, um, doesn't always do that for South, but I mean, far out. How good does he go in a Queensland jersey? All right, buddy. Let's let's break it down. So let's look at some time frames uh, on the game. First and foremost, obviously, we've got to talk about straight off the kickoff. You know, the kick <laughs> kick went up in the air. I know that you're a big believer of you got to catch a ball. You got to get there. You got to do something. Obviously, Damien Cook was trying. He was just too far back, mate. Straight off the kickoff, Blues have knocked on straight under pressure. What were you thinking at that time, mate? Well, well, to be honest with you. You shouldn't be dropping that ball, mate. It wasn't hard. It wasn't. He wasn't diving for it. It was dead set on his chest. It just went straight through him. I was just like, fair enough, mate. People drop balls. You know, you're not perfect. You can't be dropping balls like that, mate. It was on your chest. Dead set couldn't catch a cold or watermelon or something. It was terrible, mate. And, you know, that just set the preset. It's like, okay, you know, Queensland's got a shot here, but, you know, I was happy with New South Wales defence. Don't get me wrong. I don't think Queensland, it wasn't really great plays the halves were throwing, mate. Munster, you know, didn't look great in attack. Even did DC, he was trying, but there wasn't nothing there. And I thought, okay, New South Wales is defending comfortably here, you know. Queensland really throwing nothing that was surprising or anything like that. So New South Wales held him out, and uh, I was happy with that. But, um, yeah, mate, I mean, and then just shortly after that, DC, I mean, 
we talk about Mitchell Moses hitting the post in that semi-final. DC, he did sit 20 out in front. He didn't even make the distance. What he's doing? Give the kick to Christian Waltz or someone. It was horrendous, mate. And then you score a couple of tries out there and the guy can't miss from the sideline. What's doing? Mate, we had a good laugh about that, didn't we? Seriously. DCE misses it from in front. And the worst thing was that it it didn't even go dead. So it's back to New South Wales ball. The penalty's gone. And um, the Blues obviously capitalised on that. And Damien Cook, you know, attacked the line, put in a grubber that really wasn't doing anything. And rebounds off for Masali and into Cook's hands again and grounds the ball down. Damien Cook's what Origin's all about. He reminds me of an Origin player. He's, he's definitely there and he's, he stamped his mark early in the game, obviously coming up from, you know, from that error that he made off the kickoff. But. Oh, 100%, mate. And he always tries. You know, he won't let you down. He always tries, mate. And even, um, you know, this year I don't think was his best year with South. Um, you know, people were talking him up at the start of his season. Oh, he's going to carve defences up with these new rules, etc. And he, he was sort of a, a no-show. Um, I don't mean a no-show in he didn't didn't play well. He just he just never carved any team up really, like out of dummy half and took off for you know fifty metre runs. Um, hopefully next year that changes for South. But you know he, he just did a fair job this year, mate. But in Origin he always turns up, mate. Like you said, he's an Origin player through and through, Damien Cook. Let's move on to the head knock from Boyd Cordner. Um, mate, when's he going to look at his health? You know, I was worried about him, you know, with all the head knocks that he's been having and um, just his his mental health, his mental well-being. I know he's a workhorse, but, mate, he's just had so many head injuries this year. Personally, Hose, I think he's at that stage now where he's on the decline. You know, he needs one of those headgear that Beric Barnes used to wear. You know, he's cooked for mine, mate, Boy Corner. He'll always try and throw his body around, etc. But I don't know how long he can keep going, mate. Obviously, he's got to worry about his health. Obviously, he's got family to look after and that. So, you know, he's got big decision to make um, on, on what he does. Personally, I think he'll keep going because, you know, he's just a lunatic. I actually was worried about his well-being, mate. And I thought his night was over. You know, he must have passed all the tests to come back on, but... Really worrying signs there for Boyd Cordner. And I was actually questioning Boyd Cordner even getting picked this year in the team. I thought this year was probably one of his worst. Obviously, a lot of injuries as well. Um, but being the captain of New South Wales and, you know, they won, you know, the last two series, I think he, he would obviously be the first one picked because of that. Mate, move on to the 19th minute. I, I used to play dummy half when I was a kid, as you know. And I hate lazy balls from dummy half that go forward. Jake Friend threw a lazy forward pass on his 30-metre line, um, hand over to the Blues, which the next minute led to Josh Adokar crossing over in the corner. As It's those one percenters that you just need to get right, especially in the middle of State of Origin Arena. It was just a lazy and tired mistake, mate. You can go look at the whole game, Hobbs. It was just sloppy. It was not up to origin standard, mate. It was just sloppy football. You know, like you're going on about Jake Friend's, you know, that forward pass 30 out, but you know, there was a stack thrown forward and dropped balls and, you know, one-on-one tackles, mate. Like, when have you seen Jack White get beat on a one-on-one tackle, mate? It's very rare. And he was pushed off. And then, yeah, Gutherson, I'm used to that, mate. Like I said, I'm used to him, you know, missing a tackle here and there. But, um, you know, again, one-on-one tackle against Capewell. Pushed off, see you later. Leads to a try, mate. Terrible for origin football, mate. It really was. Yeah, mate. So, Gutherson, you know, made a missed tackle on Kurt Capewell. Uh, which led Capewell going down the sideline and kicking it inside to AJ Brimson. New South Wales always seem to have a problem of picking, you know, the players, but they always pick them out of position. As why do you, why is that? 
mate, Gutherson's not the best fullback over Tedesco. So the best player got chosen at the best position. I think New South Wales chose the best players at the best positions. Again, like I told you, I wouldn't have chosen Gutherson in the set. As I would have given a young bloke like uh, Crichton a go. But I, I don't know what they do, mate. I don't know where, where they're going to make changes. Um, I love Luke Keary, but he didn't have a great game, mate. Nathan Clear, like I said, never took the line on uh, when he needed to. He was really a no-show as well. Cody Walker, when Cody Walker came on, I was impressed, mate. He, he created a... You know, a few tries and, and breaks, etc. Obviously, the Fox tries his heart out. He always tries his heart out, the Fox, mate. He rarely has, a, has an off game as well. But there was no mongrel in him, hoes. There was no, you know, push and shove. There was no upset when they, when they were, Queensland was starting to put it over the top of him. And, and it's it's not good to see, mate. I don't like seeing that, mate. You know, paying us the big boy, he needs to get into it, mate. Show a bit of mongrel, man. You know what I mean? Like... Start whacking blokes, mate. You know, like, it's not good to see, mate. Queensland don't like losing, mate, and they sh- they show that. Like I said, yeah, they were never off when they won eight straight, mate. They'll never, you know, even when New South Wales sort of trying to put it over the top, Queensland, you know, had that arm wrestle, and they eventually got back over the top of New South Wales, saying, no, you don't come for away. We're the bigger dogs. And New South Wales never did that last night, mate. Up 10-0, and, you know, in the second half, Queensland just went bang, 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 and there's just nothing, mate. Nothing left, no heart, nothing, mate. You know, and it's really disappointing to see. Mate, you can hear the passion in your voice, mate. You know, I know you're passionate about your New South Wales Blues and um, obviously I just kept stirring you up by saying Queenslander and, you know, your dirty cockroaches and all those things, which obviously just throws some wood to the fire. Um, but, mate, I, I don't know why the Blues keep picking players out of position. Like like you said, Gutherson, obviously Tedesco is the better fullback, but picking Gutherson in the centres where he's never played a game in the centres before, Mate, if you're going to put him in, you chuck him on the wing, but you don't put him in the centres. He was defending Kirk Capewell, who's he's a back rower, but he has played in the centres in first-grade rugby league. So he still can do his job. And I don't know. I know Gutherson had a, you know, he his stats are actually really good, but, you know, he set up two tries. But, I mean, all he did was pass a ball that was, you know, created from it on the inside. So I know people are, are big on stats, but... You can't give the bloke, you know, two try assists when all he's done is just literally caught the ball and pass it to his winger, who then did the hard work to score. Um, but I'm like you, mate. I, I thought they should have gone with Lomax or or Crichton. But anyway, the Blues just keep doing it to themselves. I do have to give myself a big uppercut because, mate, you called Cody Walker into the bench when we picked our teams. And then, mate, he was picked on the bench. So, mate, kudos to you. Well done with that. Um, I did think that when Cody Walker did come on the field, uh, he did try and ignite something. Um, but they left the three halves on. So, um, Cody Walker must have been playing like a roving lock sort of thing. I know Cam Murray got injured. So, he's actually ruled out for the rest of the series. Who comes in for him straight away? Obviously, they needed to do a straight swap for him. Nathan Brown, Dale Finucane or Isaiah Yo are the three that straight away that the, the ones to pick. Who replaces Cam Murray? There's talking about putting Cody Walker into the starting side as, do they need to replace Gutherson with a special specialised centre? Or do you think that, you know, the interchange forwards they need to replace? Or do they change up the back rowers? Maybe, like, I know Jake Trebojevic, I know he does his job, and Tyson Frizzell. But, mate, they just didn't do anything as last night, did they? I've, a lot of it's got to do with the halves, mate. Um, like I said, I'm a massive fan of Kiri. You know I am. Also Nathan Cleary. But they did nothing to create 
New South Wales to get over the top, mate. You know, there's just Cody Walker to come on like that and play like that. He probably deserves to go in and start, you know, in one of those positions, preferably five eight or something. But mate, maybe Keary needs to go to halfback and Cleary comes out. Who who knows, mate? But they they were disappointing, mate. They've got to put their hands up. You know, they were shocking. I don't know how many what drastic changes he's going to make. Maybe they just need to kick up the backside to say, wake up. You know, losing to a Queensland team like that is disgraceful, mate. You know, it's a shame on the jersey. Shame for what New South Wales stands for, mate. Mate, I wouldn't be having Gutherson in the centres. Bring Crichton in, like you said, even Lomax, mate. Like, bring bring a proper centre in, mate. Uh, you know, that, that'll do the job. I wouldn't change White. White knows what he's doing, mate. You know, he just had an off that game with that missed tackle. But he's a gun, mate. Absolute freak. But I wouldn't be moving him into 5'8 when you've got Cody Walker, Keary or, or Nathan Cleary to choose from to throw into to those halves, mate. So let's just see what he does um, with, with obviously, the picks for the next game. Personally, but I'd bring in Fanuka and cover for Cam Murray. Yeah, because he's hard as nails, mate. He's been there and done it before. He knows what it's about. But I wouldn't be surprised if Nathan Brown gets picked as well, mate, because, you know, a bit of mongrel. Uh, he'll follow him up, mate, because he, he's got mongrel in him. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see uh, which way he goes. Mate, Nathan Brown just runs off the back fence, doesn't he? Seriously, he just yeah. runs. He's, he, he's got no fear in him whatsoever. I, I thought that Daniel Saifidi, I was very sceptical on Daniel Saifidi. I, I think I had him on my bench when I picked my team and I watched him closely. He actually had one of the best games I've seen Daniel Saifidi play. He had a go. Junior Paulo gave everything he had though, right? He, you know, obviously created with second phase play with the offloads and, um, you know, when when him and Saifidi went off, the interchange forwards just didn't make any intensity as. But honestly, on pen and paper, that Blues team beats Queensland by 30. Like, but let's be realistic. And at 10-0... I thought that's exactly the way it was going to go. But I don't know, mate. That Maroon jersey, I'm just so proud to be a Maroon just to keep, you know, coming at them and just never give up. Looking at the debutants, Brimson did well. Xavier Coates had a pretty good game. You know, I know he was, you know, a bit risky there earlier on, but I actually think that he did pretty well. Uh, AJ Brimson was safe as houses. Um, Mate, Lindsay Collins actually did well, surprisingly. Mate, I hate to say those, but Queensland's got hard and New South Wales doesn't, mate. And it's sad to say it. I don't know what we need to do, mate. But, you know, to get what Queensland's got, they've got to get something like it, mate, because it will continue to happen, mate. And Queensland will continue to upset New South Wales when these players don't want to play with heart, any mongrel. You know, they just just don't care, mate. For New South Wales to play like that, you know, I feel like not even watching the next two games, mate. That's how bad it, it feels to watch, mate. I recall you telling me that I won't be watching it, mate. All the Queenslanders will turn it off and we won't be watching any more games. Hold on. Hold on. You've won one lucky game. Still two to go, big boy. And we'll cut the series off in Queensland when we win by 50. All right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mate, let's let's move up. So, so let's go back to that Daniel Tupo brain snap, whatever you call that, in the 65th minute, mate. He must have had a call from one of the players to throw the ball down there at the foot. You know, the score was tight. It was just a dumb play. It was just stupid of him. And, um, you know, the ball hits the ground straight away. Munster, obviously, on the ball, just kicks it, you know, competes with Cleary and picks up the ball and runs 20 or 30 metres to score. Daniel Tupo has, what are they doing picking that bloke? He's a clubman. He's done okay for the Roosters. He's not an origin player, as. Yeah, mate, I don't know if they picked him for size. You know, that was another thing that's strange, mate. I think uh, Xavier Coates was marking him. And with the experience that uh, Daniel Tupo's got, uh, you know, there was no sort of kicks across field for him to get up. I know 
Uh, his avia coach is, is quite tall as well. But just just through experience, I think Tupo would have you know had him in the air. And there was just nothing there as well. Like going back to that pass, mate, it wasn't even like a, a proper pass. It's just a little flick pass out the back. Like, mate, it's not club rugby league. This is state of origin. And as soon as you uh, make a mistake like that, there is someone there to pounce on the ball and score a try, mate. And that was Munster. Um, you know, he was there, like you said, just a little grubber through, pre-gather, fends off hook. You know, he got the ball down. Just a silly mistake, and it results in a try, mate. You know, and like I said, yeah, Queensland didn't play great, Abes. They just won with pure heart. That's all it was. So, mate, obviously then now it's 18-10. Obviously, Daly Cherry Evans has nailed them all from the sideline after missing that ridiculous kick from him. Oh. Cleary, the Blues went down and Josh Adokar scored again. You know, I think it was a couple of minutes to go, you know, six minutes to go or whatever. Cleary misses the kick again as. So now they're behind by four. Two minutes to go, they get a penalty. Right there, it levels the game. It's a draw. And then who knows what happens. And then, so the Blues lose by four points. I don't know, as the Blues have got so much work to do. I know they've got, you know, six days to now turn it around. They will come out at ANZ Stadium. I hope that it does feel like a state of origin game because this one just felt like a club game. The last 10 minutes was actually exciting. Yep, 100% agree, mate. It was was just a terrible game for state of origin. Uh, I wouldn't want to show that to any of the world if we're trying to introduce them to rugby league. It was rubbish. You know, to look at the TV and think, oh, yeah, it will be all right. We've still got another 20 to go, and there's only eight minutes, and you're just like, we're gone here. There was a bit of controversy at the end, mate, when New South Wales got a penalty. I think, personally, I think Kafusi should have been sent off, mate, because he was given 10, and he just stood there. And the rest like, go. you got to go. And he just kept standing there. Get off. Send the bloke off. What's wrong with New South Wales? What's wrong with these referees, mate? They're afraid to, you know, take control of because they're going to, you know, controversy. If a player's not going to listen to you, you're in charge. Get him off. See you later, mate. They'll fix their act up quick, smart, mate, if that happens. You know what I mean? Um, he stood there, mate, for a good, you know, couple of minutes after the ref said to him about 24 times, go, get off, go. You've got 10, you've got 10. There should have been, no, no more 10. Get off, you're off. Send off. You know what I mean? Don't, don't walk off straight away, Abes. You've got to teach these players discipline. The ref's in charge, mate. And if they're not going to listen to him, they just play the game, whatever. Get off, mate. Send them off. One of them was tackled. Probably four seconds, I think, left on the clock. And he blew an early full time. Now, as a New South Welshman, I'm not blowing up. Oh, you know, we, we had an extra tackle there. They should have leveled up way before that, mate. So, you know, if someone's going to whinge about that, you know, you're clutching at straws. Queensland deserved to win. Um, they won fair and square, mate, and they won with heart. That's all I'll say. You're a good sport, as, but, mate, I'm, I agree exactly with you. You know, Kafusi should have been, you know, marched faster than that because you are supposed to get off. I remember in the grand final when Brandon Smith was given 10 in the bin, he was walking slowly off and Josh Mansell gave him a huge push, you know, get him off the field. But, yeah, it's, it's just those little things. Obviously, Kafusi's trying to get his teammates a little breather, get some oxygen back into the lungs. I mean, all players do it, so I don't really think it falls on him. But, yeah, the referee... Definitely should have sent him off. And yeah, a couple of seconds to go. Obviously, the ref blows. I actually think the ball was played. I think if we yes. watched the replay, yes. I think the ball was played. So how do they blow the whistle when the ball's still in play as? I totally agree. The ball was played. Um, obviously, the ref wants, uh, you know, three games. They don't want New South Wales to win 3 0. So uh, he just said, look, I'll blow full time and uh, we'll leave it at that. All right, As. So, mate, a few signings have been happening in the world of rugby league. Uh, obviously, the 
clubs. It's over past November 1. So George Jennings signed with a storm as on a two-year deal. Uh, it be really interesting to see his price tag in two years because who knows what happens down there in the system of the storm. Um, Matt Eisenhuth and Robert Jennings from the Tigers have signed back at Penrith. Mate, but one of them that I did want to talk about was Bryce Cartwright to the Parramatta Eels. As, what is doing there, mate? You tell me, mate. Your team, you've just swept out a bunch of players and then you just bring rubbish back in. What's doing? Mate, unless you're paying him match payments, say $1,000 a game, and look, if you make 20 tackles or throw another 500 in, why would you sign the bloke? I mean, please, he's been rubbish for about three years. He's lived off his, his last name. Um, and all of a sudden, he looks at, you know, coming back from Gold Coast and says, oh, hold on, what am I going to do next year? I'm going to have to get a job. Please, give me a shot, someone, anyone. And Parramatta, yeah, we'll give you a shot. Bryce Cartwright, dead set would make Blacktown workers. It's horrendous, mate, terrible. Yeah, I don't know what you're going to do, mate. He'll be straight to Wenty. There's no doubt about that. He'll be Wenty Magpie starting lock or back row or something. He'll be doing something for the Wenny Magpies, and you'll bring him in, obviously, if you have injuries or something. But, mate, far out. You're going to need a lot of luck with him. Yeah. But as a Paramount supporter, mate, I was so shocked, wondering why would they want to sign him? I know he has the talent, but he just can't defend. And Parramatta's, you know, defence anyway needs a lot of work to be done in the off-season. And- you know me, Hobbs. I've got no time for, you know, footballers that think they're all that, mate, and probably surround himself with gooses and believes in his own hype and you know that look what it's done to him he's got lucky with his uh, paramount i don't know what they're paying him mate but you know if he can knuckle down you know better attitude um get the training obviously listen to arthur and and, and the people uh, around the club there and you know if he can get to any level uh, that he was at when he was playing um uh city uh origin you know it might be okay but i mean He's got to set, surround himself with level-headed people, mate, and um, get back to, you know, his roots of, of when he was younger with, with, you know, concentrating and get the training and knuckle down, mate. But otherwise, he'd just be another wasted footballer that, you know, never probably believes his own hype and ego. So we just heard that Josh Mansour and James Roberts are free to look elsewhere. Which two clubs needs a Mansour or a Roberts, mate? Mate, I feel sorry for James Roberts. Obviously, he's got mental issues, etc health issues. He's only 27, mate. He's played origin, you know. When he's on fire, he's on fire, mate. And if I was a club, I'd take a punt on him, mate. Uh, if you can get him mentally right, even a one-year deal or, or a two-year deal, you know, on little money uh, to give him his shot, he just got to get himself right, mate, and I hope he does. Like I said, he's got to surround himself with the right people, mate, you know. People that don't pump his ego up and, and you know, get into about the good things, you know, to, to get the trainer and knuckle down, mate, because you know, he, he, he might get to an age, mate, where he's just going to regret everything, mate. And, and you know, he, he hasn't fulfilled uh, what he could on the rugby league field. So I hope someone picks James Roberts up, mate, because I think he's still got something in him. Uh, with Josh Mansour, look, the bloke's done everything. People bag him and say, oh, you know, he does new stuff. Mate, he played for Australia, he played for New South Wales. He's had some terrible injuries. Uh, but he's a player I think's hit the decline, mate. Uh, he's gone backwards. He's going backwards. And anyone think, that thinks he's not, I don't know what you're watching and you're delusional because uh, he's been a great clubman, don't get me wrong. But like I said, you've got to go youth in this game. But I'll give you one tip, Hobes. Don't I bet you my West Tigers contact him to see if he's interested, mate. We love 40-year-old wingers on the decline. We love 40-year-olds full stop. 
Uh, we've got great recruitment at the West Tigers. Don't worry about that. So if you're 40 on it on, you, on the decline, give the Tigers a call. We'll probably offer you a half a million dollars a season. Mate, two of the clubs, well, they're actually saying three clubs are after Josh Mansour. One being the, the Bulldogs, obviously with Trent Barrett there, Parramatta Eels and the West Tigers, as you <laughs> said. Doesn't surprise me, mate. Doesn't surprise me. Don't get me wrong. Uh, he probably could still play somewhere, uh, but please, I hope it's not at the West Tigers, mate. We, we need youth. We don't need 40-year-old players, mate. We've been trying to sweep them out for ages. We don't need to bring them back in. It's not a retirement home anymore, the West Tigers, so please, players, look somewhere else. Mate, moving to James Roberts, I'm actually with you. I think the kid's got a massive talent. He's got so much talent, so much pace. I really hope he gets his mental health right. He has so much to give to rugby league still. I feel that he needs to be down in Melbourne, mate. Maybe under Craig Bellamy. Mate, there is talk that Josh Adokar might renege on coming back to Sydney. He might want to stay in Melbourne for another year. I know Suliasi Vunavalu is going. He's gone to Rugby Union. I know he's having second thoughts now as well. But James Roberts probably just fits straight in there somewhere as I think they could, you know, push someone out. You know, I know Branko Lee just re-signed today. Um, and Justin Olm's been playing amazing as well. So whether they put James Roberts on the wing there or something, or maybe just get him into the culture there for a while in the storm. All right, Az. So game two is around the corner, ANZ Stadium, uh, New South Wales home game. Obviously, I'm going to pick my Mighty Maroons. I know that you're definitely going to pick the Blues. One roughie that the Blues will pick into their, into their team. Who do you think is going to come in as a and be a whirlwind for game two? Well, I'm going to pick two because I think Finucane comes in, obviously for Murray. I really want to see Crichton in the centres, mate. Go young. Queensland's gone young. He'll come in with a bit of heart, a bit of mongrel. He's a young boy, going to be on the boo, excited as. Um, I'd pick him, mate. I love him. I think he's an excitement machine, mate. So I hope they bring him in. My one's Nathan Brown. I think Nathan Brown's going to come into the team and I really think he's going to lift the blue. And the other one is Pappenhausen. I think Walker will go to 5'8 for Kiri and then Pap comes in off the bench, mate, and he just does what Cody Walker did in the first game. All right, everyone. So that's it. That's another week of Hobes and As. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Hobes and As and on Instagram. And uh, stay with us because talk about game two again. There's going to be so much to do on social media to get get involved in. Uh, we're going to talk about signings. We're going to talk about releasing and all things rugby league. It's all coming your way. As thanks, mate, for once again. Yeah, thank you, mate. And to all the people, please let all your friends know. We're only battlers. We're only uh, talking rugby league. Our thoughts. Uh, obviously, we love listening to your thoughts as well. Um, but please let your friends know. We're only battlers, so the more people that follow us, the better. Um, we appreciate your support as well. So, um, yeah, up the blues, eh? 100%. Why don't you all do this this week? Tell your friends, your parents, follow us on social media and leave us a comment. But I just want to finish off by saying, Go you, Mighty Brains. Queenslander!